All right. Let's go Brandon Green, everyone. Uh, today we have on the show Dan. Dan from HeroX. Dan, t- tell us about you've had a bit of a story. Just before COVID, he was living in um, the great Romania and uh, he moved over to Melbourne and he got locked in and now you're here for good, aren't you? Yes, thank, thank you, thank you, Brendan. I appreciate you doing this. It's yeah, it's uh, uh, definitely the COVID uh, part and the lockdowns in Melbourne were very challenging. But I'm I'm happy that uh, now we're on on the other side. You're here. So just before we start, Mr. Lazar, um, you moved from you know Romania, which. Obviously, it has its challenges. I, I myself have been to Bucharest and uh, my favorite restaurant in the world there, Aubergine, the eggplant restaurant. I don't know if you've ever been there, man, but do you know the one? Not really, no. Aubergine. Oh, it's in the city there. Oh, man. It's, oh, man. It's the best restaurant. Aubergine, Bucharest. But, uh, yeah, Bucharest. Um, so you move from there to uh, Dan Andrews's country, Dan Andrews stand. And, uh, how was that man? Like he just loved putting you in your home and locking you up. And that was the end of life for two years. Look, I have to say it. Uh, I was, uh, questioning my decision, uh, a lot of times. I feel like Australia is a beautiful place to be in. However, that period where we were getting the hardest lockdowns in the world was, <laughs> I was really challenging my, my, my decision and yeah, it was very challenging for a number of reasons besides staying in the house, your mental health, your uh, ability to move forward with your business plans. It was a bit scary for me. Yeah, I'd imagine, man. Yeah. So, um, and then you quickly gathered yourself and you're now part of HeroX. Uh, so tell us a bit about that. Is that just you? Look, that's a business that we I do together with my wife. So I'm the co-founder. She's the other co-founder. Our vision with HeroX is that, number one, we develop uh, townhouses next to parks, the ocean, or a, a river. So pre- pre- prime, beautiful locations in the suburbs. And then for each unit that we build and sell, we are offering shelter to one homeless person in the shape of a container home. Most likely we'll start to do that in Australia, uh, in Romania, uh, sorry. Uh, but that, that's sort of the, the, the mission and the, the vision is the fact that we, we try to s- stay close to prime locations, usually next to a park or a river. All right. So, and you source this land yourself to uh, build the places on? Yeah, look, I, I feel very blessed that I met a person that educated me around development. So, uh, yeah, through, through him, I discovered how to find the best, uh, the best properties, how how to negotiate them, how to make sure that you uh, you get the, the the right one, and yeah, I've I think I've analyzed and did the feasibility for like five hundred properties before we secured our first site. Well, <laughs> yeah, time spent productive during lockdown, and uh, what what currently sites do you have at the moment? So now we have uh, Hero Temple Stop Park, which is a five uh, fourth uh, townhouse development, which is getting close to lockup, is uh, 75% sold. And then we have Hero Doncaster yep. Park, which we just secured, which will go into construction towards the end of the year. And that's a that's five townhouses. So Hero Don- Temple Stop Park is 
next to the Yara River. Yara River is 50 meters away. And Hero Doncaster Park is basically like a development yeah. that is hugged by, by a park. You have a creek in the back, a trail on the side, and a park in front. So it's as green as it gets. Okay, yeah. And uh, so with, with these, like, townhouse, um, say you, someone wanted to buy a townhouse, do they come directly to you and then the contract's all fixed up there or do, do you go through an agent, an agency? We do both. So usually um, with the first one, uh, we, we're developing four, selling yeah. three. One of them we're selling ourselves, two of yeah. them are with an agent. With the, the Hero Doncaster Park, we most likely will try to sell all of them ourselves or to se- secure at least the pre-sales that we need in order to get bank funding. So, yeah. Be- because the, the, because the yeah. location is amazing, right. it's not, so, it's not, yeah, so it's not a very hard job to, to generate the sales, basically. Right. Yeah. So if anyone is um interested in in your properties there, I'd highly recommend they um do head down to Dan of HeroX uh, themselves because you just want to you don't need the middleman and uh it's better to just deal with uh Dan. Uh-huh. Do is that what you find as well or do you want do you like that agency the real estate agents to manage the clients or you can you can do it yourself there. Look, obviously, I think I can do it myself. I see the value of the agent just because it enables me to focus on other things, to to, to run the project, to find other sites. So I don't really want to to do it. However, I, I feel like people are a lot more, have a lot more trust to buy from the developer directly than through an agent because then they have a, a relationship with myself directly. Yeah. And they, there's and a bit more they control too. If, if it's through an agent, it's a bit less yeah. sort of personalized. 100%. I guess. So being being a real estate agent myself in a in a, in a life a past life, <laughs> and um, yeah, selling on behalf of developers. I know, but if you're small and niche, you can do it. Um, it is a lot more con- a bit of a more of a benefit, unfortunately, for the customers at your expense. But um, Look, if you have a good relationship with your agents, then it all should go smooth uh, regardless there. So what about the house prices, man? We're now paying $2 a litre for petrol. Um, can you still invest in – is investing in Melbourne still – I know you got to say, you know, yes, it is, but what what what's going on, man? Even what neighbouring uh, – Romania, you've got Ukraine there, like that's all going on. You've got petrol, $2 a litre. House prices have boomed crazy all around Australia during the pandemic. So what do you – tell me, how do you say, yes, it's going to be great? Look, re- realistically, I feel like everything goes up and down with demand and supply. So if you have a good location – then you have a higher chance that your property will grow in value. If you're next to the train lines, then you have a smaller chance that uh, the demand will be uh, exceeding the supply in that area. Yeah. However, in real estate, similar to myself buying sites or somebody buying a property, you make money when you buy. If the, the price is, is good, then that's when you make money. It's true that you also make money in time as the property appreciates, but 
your big 80% of the money is made when you acquire. So then it's a question, how do you acquire when like, uh, how these people are uh, bidding against each other in auctions and so on. Look, with us, I don't even look at what's on the market. I feel like yeah. if it's on the market and you're competing with a lot of a lot of other people, therefore your chance of getting the price is, is slim. I personally secure my sites only off market. I do a number of things. I send them right. letters. I uh, go and knock, knock on their door. I get agents to knock on their, on their door, but I have a very, very niche and targeted strategy. And this is something that I feel like people could that do is, That could is what do. I was about to say. The benefit with what you've got is you only look for and selling premium stock, you know, and that, and the premium stuff doesn't fall as hard as anywhere near. It's always wanted by the people that keep the market going, you know what I mean? You're always going to be having, um, yeah, wanted, desired uh, houses, which is good for people to live in. Um, yeah, it's, it's, just because it's, of the whole nature of the Hero X uh, brand and company. Similar to Ferrari or Lamborghini, these are brands mm-hmm. that do a bet, even a better job during a crisis. So if at some point in the next two to three years we might see a correction, then your best bet is 50% on how well you acquire that property and secondly, how uh, well positioned that property is. If you're next to a park or you have ocean views, then obviously you will not take the same hit as everybody else. Correct. Yep, 100%, man. So um, just out of Romania, just going back, because a lot of people don't know this, but you're actually, um, you've got this all this hard work ethic where you're knocking on doors, cold calling. Well, I guess you would have had to, to you know, to magically, you know, you're now Hero X. So, but, yeah, would have been pretty hard making all those calls when COVID was like no one wants to talk about anything like that. Yeah, look, it is. Uh, yeah, it, it was. It was definitely a tough period in that area. There, the, in that in that time, there was definitely no door knocking. People would would be scared if you would show up uh, due to COVID. But in, I think I remember in that period, I probably sent over <laughs> five thousand letters. So I was talking with a number of people. Wow. With the number of people, usually the 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 response rate is roughly five percent for us. So after, yeah. after you can imagine, out of that five thousand, five percent responded. Some of them said, "Oh, sorry, I'm not interested. I might be interested. Let me talk to my wife." So it was I was busy all day, sort of negotiating, discussing with people, and yeah. The the, the way I see sounds it like is, you've got a sounds like you've got a perfect database for going ahead now. Now once you're up and going, you know now you just got to reach out to those people again, and they'll even reach out to you. Oh, well, you you've become something since you um. Since you knocked on my door, you know, so that's that's really good. Yes, um, yes, and no. All right. And the other thing is this. Uh, no. During, during, so as the time passed, our strategy changed a bit. Now we're very focused on maybe five hundred to a thousand properties in Melbourne. So basically, like ninety-nine percent of properties, I'm not interested in. I'm only interested in the ones that are next to a park and already have some sort of approval okay, or contingent right. approval for development of townhouses. Yeah. Well, if you can stay busy from those, well, then, yeah, you're laughing, man. But like I said, you are, you are just niching down. And this um, this idea came about in Romania as well? 
or just uh, came up in in Australia. You had to pivot uh, in Australia, or you had this idea in Romania. It, it's a bit of both. So I I had a chance to meet at some point in Romania one of the biggest, probably the biggest residential developer in Romania, and this is their strategy as well. So I'm not I didn't come up with with this method. I'm just copying something that I've seen in in Romania. So they, these guys were able to scale from zero to one billion in in sort of a, as the value mm-hmm. of the company by always being next to a lake or next to a park. That's it. If they did not get the land for free or in some sort of a trade where they got the land for free in exchange of 20 apartments or something like that, then the, if they acquire, it's just next to a lake or a park. And even them, they didn't come up with this method. They saw that at a developer in London. In London, uh, there is a, co- uh, um, a building called One, Hi- uh, One right. Hyde Park, I think. And one one Hyde Park is the most expensive building in Europe as price per square meter. Why? Because it has a park and a river in front. So two attractions basically that you get that you can clearly see. Ah. So the, 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 I feel like this is a strategy that can definitely yeah, help like I've, I've um, in a safer manner. Yeah, because I've been around uh, real estate like for years um, as part of my professional career and I've never heard of anything like this but yes in theory it could work and you're making it work and um, once you're there your your brand will be known as the go-to place for these properties in these desired locations it's a really smart thing actually yeah that actually might be why you um why you were on that shark tank Romania tell us about that how was that Look, obviously, even though I, I had a chance to grow and sell to businesses before this, I did that in Romania. So I didn't have the millions that are required for somebody to do property development. Therefore, I decided to go on Shark Tank to raise the money that would be necessary for us to actually do the development. Because maybe I think we had like, I don't know, 20, 25 percent of the money that would be required for a, a project similar of the size with, of, that we do with the first one. Uh, so I went on Shark Tank. I pitched the idea. Two of the five investors um, investing uh, decided to invest. But in reality, COVID came and they, they said, oh, sorry, uh, my businesses are are taking a hit due to COVID. So I can't move forward anymore. So that was a bit upsetting. But I guess that's that's how these, these shows work. Even in the States, from what I understood, 30% of the deals that close on TV actually close in reality. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Plus, yeah, it would be a bit, bit different, man. <laughs> um. All right. So, and you actually moved, to, and the reason why you are in Australia is because you met your wife, who is Australian. Fifty percent, yes. Fifty percent, due to the fact that my wife is Australian, we always kind of knew that at some some point we will be relocating to Australia. And fifty percent, I have very big dreams that I was not really seeing how I can achieve them in Romania. So I felt like. In Australia, I probably have like a 10, 10 times bigger chance to achieve my big dreams. I, uh, yeah, I just feel it's a, it's a more nurturing place to be yeah. able to grow a sustainable business. Okay. And, and where was your wife living in Romania with you too before you moved over? Yes. Yeah, so both of us are former tennis players. She was number two in Australia. I was number two in Romania. And we, we met at a tennis academy in Bucharest. She was coming to Bucharest to train just because Training is a bit cheaper and also 
going to tournament just because Europe, Europe is so close. It's cheaper to do 10 tournaments in Europe. It's a lot cheaper than to do 10 tournaments in Romania, in Australia. Uh, therefore, that, yeah. that's how we met. She, uh, I guess, fell in love. Then uh, she also did uni together with me in Romania. And then we were about to come to Australia, but we started our first business there, to, uh, which was a tennis academy. Uh, and yeah, I guess one thing led to another. And in, we didn't move yeah. in 2015. We moved in 2020. Okay, and now you're here. All right, well... Sounds like a bit of a whirlwind, a bit of a ride you've been on over the last few years. Um, but, uh, yeah, we definitely look um, forward to seeing what Hero X will become and the sales and then the new listings you, you get there as well. Um, have you reached out to much of the Romanian community in, uh, in Melbourne? I'd imagine there would be a few Romanians down there. Yes, yes, I have to say... Um... I feel like the Romanians in Australia are a lot more united than the Romanians in Romania. So because we're all very far away from our uh, original uh, place of, <laughs> uh, of, uh, of being, it's, uh, I feel like a lot of people were very happy and open to give us a helping hand. Even that might have been through a free mentorship session or maybe uh, some advice or connecting us with some tradies or whatever they could do. I feel like everybody was very, very helpful, and I, I feel uh, I really appreciate the, their assistance. I feel like I've the, the reason that from the first project we've been so successful, and the first one is generating over a million dollars in profit, is also due to the fact that we we were we got a bit of the support of the Romanian community. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, I'll, like I said, I've been to Romania. It's um, different. Uh, it is probably one of the least economically thriving countries over there um, in the eastern area. But, but no, it was, yeah, Bucharest was, yeah, it's growing. And uh, the people there do speak English, like have good knowledge of English like yourself, um, doing university in English in Romania. Like, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah. So did you say your wife did university in English in Romania too? Yes, yeah, so also university is, um, is a lot cheaper in Romania. So then after, after she stopped playing tennis, I was in uni and she, she said, well, you know what, I, I should do uni here because it's 3,000 euros, not uh, $100,000 or something. So it's, even though the quality that you get, I feel yeah. like it's similar. So we, we had teachers from Harvard. We had teachers from Columbia. It's... Um, yeah, it, it was quite quite a good decision to yeah, do. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's no different to, it's, yeah, correct. A lot of people don't realize that. Yeah, you can actually get a degree that's recognized in Australia, in another country, in English, like and the and the quality is no, from what I've report, seen and what I've researched in, it's no different. You've you all get taught the same stuff a little bit and. Um, yeah, now you've both got degrees and you're putting them to work here. All right. So, um, Dan, is there anything uh, else that you'd like to tell um, the viewers if if there's um, is there any other projects coming up that you've got in the near future? Or, or what does um, 2022 look like for, for yourself and Hero X? 
we yeah 2022 to be an interesting year i after we finished this one the the one in temple store roughly may june um i'm going to probably have my first holiday in the last two years for a month or so uh, other than that yeah end of this year we're starting the Doncaster <laughs> park which is a stunning stunning location i feel like we will be we'll, we'll sell everything before we even start construction just because of how amazing the location is uh, we're just in negotiation to secure another one in, in a similar area for nine townhouses. And we might sign uh, our first industrial development, but that would only start in 2023. We're in discussions now with the business to uh, build a 5,000 square, square meters uh, warehouse for them as per their spe- specifications. But before we would, we would even start... Oh, or, wow. Um, or, or, or even acquire the property, they're happy to, to sign a 10-year lease. So then I, we can do a lease doc loan and finance the whole thing or like 90% of the cost through, through, through the fact that we have, have a strong contract in place for them to rent the factory that we will be uh, finalizing in 2023. All right, well, well, sounds like you got your work cut out for you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it doesn't sound like you're too scared of uh, hard work either. All right. So I, I where can the guys um, ch- check probably, you out I at? Probably uh, work that's here. 10% more than it would be healthy. <laughs> you got to this day and age, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Um, so everyone can find you at herox.com.au. That's the one, yeah. Yep. All right. All right. Well, Dan, well, thanks for coming on today. And um, you have a fantastic weekend down there in Melbourne. I appreciate it, Brandon. So uh, I, I'm not sure if I caught, uh, where are you based? Are you based in Sydney or Brisbane? Uh, Brisbane, Brisbane. Well, I, I'm, I'm coming there in end of next week. Maybe we can meet in person as well oh really yeah man let let us know and um yeah catch up with you in the in brisbane city <laughs> let's do it let's do it thank you very much I, again i appreciate your your time and uh, the questions yeah look, looking forward to to meet in person as well all right no worries likewise buddy all right, man. You have a have a great weekend. You too. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Pete. Thank you. Thank you.